right, and good morning, QMA Land. Welcome into Upon Further Review, 1,907. Trevor Mater once again uh, in the captain's chair today. Derek Martin is, he might be in Des Moines by this point. He's at least on his way to Des Moines. St. Albert taking on Northland Girls, Class 1A State Basketball Tournament. Semi-final coming up around 1.30 on KMA FM with Derek. Ryan Matheny under the weather today. He's been under the weather all week. And when Ryan Matheny is under the weather, the world has to stop. So he is, or his world at least, stops. He is not with us here today. So it is just myself and my esteemed colleague, Dusty Scahill. And we're here on a beautiful Friday. Dusty, how the heck are you? I can't wait for Derek's game. That's going to be a doozy. That should be a really fun one. I know we talked about it a little bit in the Open yesterday. St. Albert Northland. Uh, Northland's the number one seed. They were ranked number one. I'd have to go back and look, but I, they might have been ranked number one all year. Coast to coast. Hmm. Uh, that is, I, I feel like in 1A, no, no offense to Rams and St. Mary's, and, and maybe they'll prove me wrong over the next two days. It is like any one of Newell Fonda, St. Albert, and Northland, if, you, if we look Sunday morning and go, oh, yeah, that team won the 1A title, would not be surprised in the and they're gonna go through a gauntlet to get it yeah and again no hope oh, Rams and St. Mary's uh you know that they're experienced they're balanced they play really well defensively they could make things interesting against Noel Fonda as well but I mean it, it won't be easy for them to do that today are they so, is Remsen undefeated they're undefeated yeah, yeah so I mean all four teams are all deserving yeah you've got so Remsen's undefeated uh I know Northland and Newell Fonda both have a couple of I losses. Think Fonda has two and Northland has one. I think. That sounds right. Or maybe it's uh, let me let me look real quick. And then of course St. Albert's got the one to Harlan way back little, no, late November, early December. It was like second game of the yep. season. Yep. So, you know, they've won like twenty two in a row. And they got that vengeance back, beat Harlan eventually. Yes, they ended up beating them. Uh so Newell Fonda's twenty three and two. Their two losses are to Esterville Lincoln Central, who's playing in the Class 3A state title game. Well, that's actually later on today. And then the other one is to, I believe, Esterville Lincoln Central again. Yeah, so their two losses are due what I think will probably be, no disrespect to Solon, probably the Class 3A state champion. So, that, I mean, that's pretty good. You know, they rolled a really good Cherokee team that was close to getting the state tournament. They beat a Sioux Central team that's in the 2A tournament or was in the 2A tournament. They beat... Uh, you know, they beat Garrigan earlier this year. So really, really good. Newell Fonda team with two losses coming to a, the, the likely three, a champion North wins. One loss Garrigan, was who St. Albert just beat was to clear Creek Amana, who is in the four, a title game tomorrow. They, they The top seed. Yes, they are. Jeez. And they won a thriller with North Polk yesterday. That was, that was a fun game to watch. Uh, so, I mean, and then St. Albert's won losses to a Harlan team that was in the state tournament for an hour or so. So, who knows? And then Remsen's undefeated, of course, too. So, I think 1A, top to bottom day, is going to be a ton of fun cool. with those semifinal matchups. So, Derek's there for those. I'm headed to the great state of Nebraska here in just a little bit. I'll have Elmwood, Murdoch, Crofton in a state semifinal and that's about 3.15-ish. And then the nightcap is Falls City, Sacred Heart, and why not in a state semifinal in Class D2. That is the sixth straight year, by the way, those two teams have played each other in the state tournament. That's incredible. So Falls City, Sacred Heart played Humphrey St. Francis in the quarterfinals in a rock fight. That was the fourth straight year those two had met. They had met in the champion. They met the semifinal last year, championship game each of the last two years. I'd have to look. I know they beat Why Not in the state championship game last year because I covered that, 
and I believe they beat him in a semifinal each of the two years before. They'd lost to him in a semifinal. Like, so Sacred Heart's defending champs? You're two-time defending champs, okay. going for three. Uh, so they'll play tonight against Why Not. I'll have reports from that game on Twitter at TrevMater96. And Ethan Hewitt is headed to beautiful Conception Junction, Missouri. That's right. Platte Valley to state quarterfinal on the girls' basketball side, taking on Pattonsburg. Give him a follow at Hewitt underscore Ethan. Great show coming up for you today. We're going to hear from Zoe Sarda. Glenwood standout, going to take her track talents to the next level. And then the backside of the show is all dedicated to the Boys State Basketball Tournament that gets underway in Des Moines next week. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Love it. We're going to chat with Tony Rowe of Prep Hoops Iowa. Tony's a really good follow on Twitter if you like to follow high school sports from outside of just a KMA land perspective. Of course, nobody covers this area better than us, but if you are interested in the eastern side of the state, especially Tony does a phenomenal job, had a chance to pick his brain. Uh, We kind of went class by class. I asked him his favorite matchup. I didn't really necessarily ask him like a state champion uh, because I'm sure he gets tired of being asked that. I think I might have done that for 2A. And I just said, you know, what intrigues you? How do you see this playing out? It's kind of how we went through it. And then he gave us a couple names, a couple players to keep an eye on as well. Interested to hear what he has to say about 3A. That, so we, we talked about that um, at, at length during this, and we both agreed that is the most wide open one. I mean, that, like 1A, I think it's safe to say like Northland's the favorite by, I don't know, they're the favorite by a little bit. Sure. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I, two, Although we're thinking Woodbine can give them a yeah, tough one. Yeah, like 2A um, – I'm, I'm, I'm Western Christian's been there so many times. They're experienced. Clear they're Lake, the, They're the one seed. No, Clear they're Lake. Clear Lake didn't even make it. Oh, they didn't. Yeah, Clear Lake got beat. I might be thinking of somebody yeah, Clear else. Clear Lake was the number one. They okay. were the number one team in three A. That is who I'm thinking of. Because Decorah is the one seed. That's why three A is so open because Solon yeah. and well, you had Clear Lake and you had ADM who was the two. Sure. Yeah. They got beat by a, a sneaky good Bondurant for our team. So like three A is just so wide. Yeah, clearly lost to Ballard in the. Uh, yeah, that's right. I, I could not remember for the life of me who they and I talked to Ballard's coach and I, we talked about that game and I could not for the life of me remember who they had lost to in a sub state final. But we've talked to a lot of coaches. So I'll yeah, give you the they all they all kind of run together at this point. Speaking of which, you can check out all those at camaland.com. Uh, I believe I've got one more for sure lined up, and I'm still waiting to hear back from one more to maybe set some up between now and early next week. So. Dusty Derek and I have been busy chatting with all kinds of basketball coaches. You can find that at KMALand.com. Like I said, Tony Rowe coming up. We'll take a deep dive into the state tournament. And then speaking of Woodbine, we're going to hear from their head coach, Kyle Bartles. Derek talked with him. That'll be in around 11.50 or so as they get ready to take on Northland. First time in since 1996. Uh, this is the year I was born that the Tigers are in the state tournament. And you know, we we mentioned it off the air yesterday. I I think they're gonna hang around. Not I'm not gonna not gonna call my shot. It's mainly because gonna... I'm, I'm calling the game too. But I I think I think they can I think they can do some things. They're up against one just because of the like you said haven't been since '96. So that's a big deal yeah. for a whole town. And then Northland yeah. goes. They have reservations there. Yeah, it's their eighth straight year. I think. Yeah, I mean that. And you know their their pressure obviously is, so is a lot to. They've played at Wells Fargo before. I mean, I wonder what the biggest gym these kids from Woodbine have ever yeah. played in. I mean, Substate. I don't even know where uh, Harlan. Was. Harlan. So yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think. I mean, they got dudes. We're rooting for them for yeah. sure. I, oh yeah, maybe maybe that's perfect. I think be, they'll hang around. I, awesome. I would not be surprised at all if they 
at least give the Lynx a little bit of a scare. You never know. You get to the state tournament. Crazy things happen. Absolutely. Looking forward to all of it. We'll have Woodbine Northwind next Monday morning, Trainer West Burlington Monday night, and then Underwood Unity Christian on Tuesday morning. Speaking of Unity Christian, I talked with their head coach, Cody Harskamp. You can actually well, check that out right now at KMALand.com. Hey, we got a lot of national days to get through for today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Oh. It is National Sunkissed Citrus Day. So the Sunkissed Cooperative is a rich history of values and a legacy of multi-generational family-owned citrus farms. This day honors the rich history of the California citrus, but recognizes the legacy of multi-generational family-owned Sunkissed Citrus Farms. That's cool, I guess. I'll drink an orange soda then. It's not my favorite orange soda. No, but now, I don't even know if that's my. That's not even my second favorite of like the of the orange sodas. Oh, oh, sure, I see what you're yeah, saying. No, it's. I don't know that I've ever been like I'm gonna have. A sun kiss. No, I don't think so either. I'm not a big soda guy to begin with. No, no, me uh, neither. But if, if I'm having an orange soda, that is not my choice. It's also a big day for me, National Self-Injury Awareness Day. On March 1st, each year focuses on increasing education and support on a misunderstood problem. When someone causes deliberate self-injury or harm, the action is an indication of emotional distress. According to research from the Journal of American Board of Family Medicine, approximately 4% of Americans self-harm, with the majority of those being college students. The day aims to help friends and family recognize the signs and help those in emotional distress find help. Help and support can be found. Though, again, not an easy topic to talk about, but if but if you or somebody you know is you know has committed self-harm or is thinking about it, always, always, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to a friend or a loved one and, and try to work through whatever situations you're going through because self-harm, it's not good. It's not fun at all. And I know I just totally brought the mood down. So let's move on. <laughs> National Minnesota Day. Big day. N- National um, Minnesota Day. It's pretty vague. I'm, I'm sure you've been to Minnesota. Yeah, go T-Wolves. Yeah. Well, where have you been? In, the, Minneapolis? Oh, yeah. Uh, I had an uncle live up there in St. Paul. And then uh, my wife has a friend that's... Oh, there's so many lakes over there. Nemus? <laughs> Lake Nemus. It's, yeah, I couldn't tell you. It's about two-thirds of the way up there. That's about the farthest north in Minnesota I've been. Where what? Where was it? Nemis, N-E-M-I-S, I think. N-E-M-I-S. Yeah. Minnesota. So I have spent a little bit of time. Is it Nevis or Nemis? Nevis, yes, Nevis. the V. Okay. The v yes. I was like, Nemis is not showing up. Yeah, that's so right. So Nevis, Minnesota is, I mean, obviously it's in Minnesota. Good start. I, I'm asking this because, so my, my wife's brother, okay, that's actually not far from, uh, my wife's brother's, Lives in Bemidji. My, okay. my brother, I've heard of that at least. He, uh, when he got out of the military, he went to a, a technical school up there. Ended up uh, meeting his wife, who is from Minnesota, and has lived up there now, going on eight or nine years. So we we've spent a little bit of time in Minnesota. Actually, Nevis is a forty-five minute drive south of Bemidji. So yeah, kind of in that similar area. We actually, when he got married this last summer, we went and spent a whole like five days up there. I, what time of year? It was June, oh, late okay, June. Cool. So it was fun. Mosquito uh, time. Yes, that was the worst <laughs> part. I really enjoy northern Minnesota and kind of being like we rented a. So when he got married, like all of my wife's family went and we rented out like a giant like cabin out in the woods. That part might not have been fun staying with everybody, but just like <laughs> being out in the middle of nowhere where, I mean, cell phone service was okay. Oh, yeah. It was peaceful. 
that was that was really nice. I enjoy Minnesota. Uh, definitely that area. A lot of you know, beautiful land and Shout wildlife. Out the the neighbors up north. Good beer, too. Really good craft beer. So, but yeah, it's National Minnesota Day. Do you know they put popcorn and their beer cheese soup up there? No. I don't know why that's, my mind. I don't know why that's my takeaway from Minnesota. <laughs> no, I didn't know so that. The, that's the, wild. The very time we went up there to visit. Like a soda my, cracker? That's how they do it? Like They just put popcorn on it? They put popcorn in it. Like, you know, we put crackers. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, I guess, yeah, like, like that, they put you, it. You top it with popcorn and which mix I'm it sure, around. Okay, I'm sure it's fine. Soggy, um, soggy, soggy popcorn in there now. Like, I'm sure it's fine. Like, it probably isn't any different than crackers. Gosh. But. I've never heard that. But, yeah, like, the, so first time we went up there about seven or eight years ago. And beer cheese only? I don't know about it. That's all I had. Chili? They don't put uh, it in chili? Know. I don't know. I guess I didn't I didn't prod too far into it. So the first time we went up there about seven or eight years ago, we went to this really nice like Irish restaurant. And I whatever I ordered, steak or chicken, whatever it was, for like my instead of salad, I got a soup. And I was like, oh, I want beer cheese soup. I love beer cheese soup. And they're like, Well, do you want popcorn in it? <laughs> You're like, excuse and me, I what? Now? Down, I was like, What? <laughs> and my brother in law was like, Well, they put uh you know, they they put popcorn in there. Did you go for it? There. I didn't. I don't oh, know why man. I didn't. Like, right. I, and I've told myself, if I ever do that again, I won't do yeah. it. Like, it probably doesn't really matter. I just, I'm just, still baffled by that. that I, yeah, it does blow my mind. They put popcorn in their, their beer cheese soup. So, yeah, it's National Minnesota Day. Uh, that's my one takeaway from all my the time I've ever spent in Minnesota is that they put popcorn <laughs> in their beer cheese soup. Tomorrow, it's National Banana Cream Pie Day. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy a banana sure. cream pie. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's always good. It's also National Old Stuff Day. Uh, you know, we've all got old stuff that's laying around. So it's always observed on Nat- March 2nd. National Old Stuff Day gives notice to all that old stuff and encourages you to try something new. Maybe not all the old stuff, but some of it. It's a day to break out of the old routines and experience new ones. Who so, brought that forward? Going, you know what needs to be question. what needs to be represented? That's funny. It's also uh, National Play Outside Day, which is actually the first Saturday of every month. I don't know what the weather looks like it's supposed to be nice. tomorrow, so maybe it is. We will be outside a yeah, lot. I'm sure. Uh, and definitely with Bo's, what, four? Yep. Yeah, so like be... this type of weather is... is uh, Playing golf, throwing balls, kicking soccer balls. We'll be doing it all. There you go. Just keep them out of my yard. <laughs> we'll try. If one of those uh, lands in my yard, I'm going to be really mad. I will be so happy because that means it, he hit the crap yeah, out of it. Yeah, and I actually wouldn't really care, but I'd be <laughs> impressed. I'd be like, man... Bo's got a leg on him. All right, so that's Saturday. Sunday, National Finishers Medal Day, whatever in the world that means. National Soup It Forward Day. So National Soup It Forward Day encourages us to deliver love and kindness by the bowlful. We all know a warm cup of kindness comes in many forms. What is your go-to soup? Probably chili is the easiest one to say, but I am wanting to make beer cheese soup now and put popcorn in it. Doesn't that sound good? (laughs) I really don't know about the popcorn, but I'm going to try it. Yeah, you know, there's a certain establishment that, um, I mean, I guess they do buy ads, so maybe I could just say it, but there's a certain establishment in Clorinda that makes a really good beer cheese. Oh, soup yeah. They've been infamous for it for decades. Any Anytime we are over that way and, and decide to go there, my wife is all over it. Cause you she used loves, to be able to buy it, like, buy, like, a you bag. Still can. You still can. Okay. You still can. Because we've, we've done that for, like, uh, like holidays and stuff. Sure, like, like an event. Like, for yeah. Christmas or whatever. We'll buy a block of it and cool. and make it. So, yeah, beer cheese soup does sound kind of good as well. Um, one of my favorite things about the wrestling season is, on the topic of soup, the Rollin' Dyer Tournament Atlantic every year, the second Saturday of January, 
know, every ho- every wrestling tournament has like a hospitality room where coach coaches and and uh, people like within the the school and maybe the program they'll make something. And I will never complain about what it is because they're they're dedicating their time and probably their money and their resources to make us something. And I will never complain. But Atlantic is my favorite because all the coaches make a different kind of soup. That's cool. And there's like and they take a lot of pride in it. And whoo, whoo, whoo. one of the coaches makes a great gumbo. Ooh. And I, that might actually be my go-to soup is gumbo. Sure. Just like, like yeah, only reason it'd be too too much of a rarity. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah, that's superb. So I had had an uncle, uh, God rest his soul, who was from Louisiana. And oh, every year for Christmas, he, he does would, it right. He would make gumbo and he would make a spicy and a non spicy for, for the kids and the adults. As I got older, I would I would venture with the spicy. Yeah, sure. Man, I, I miss it. It was it was really, really good. So National Soup It Forward Day as well. It's also National Mold Wine Day, National Cold Cuts Day. Ooh. Chili and a cold cut. Yeah, not bad. That's a really good combo. National Anthem Day. That's cool, I guess. And then <laughs> National I Want You to Be Happy Day. So Dusty, oh, right back at you, Trev. I want you to be happy on Sunday. I'll I, do it. I probably will be happy because I don't have anything planned. Got no no excuse. I'm sure, other than I'm to be sure happy. you know we'll do some cleaning or some stuff around the house, but I don't have anything planned. So I'm sure it'll be uh, it'll be a fun time. So National Be Happy Day as well. So eat some soup. Uh, make some cold cuts and be happy. Hey, college basketball last night, there were, I believe, only three top 25 games there were, and none of the top 25 teams lost. St. Mary's rolled past Pepperdine. Washington State held off. USC Gonzaga was a winner over San Francisco. All West Coast teams. In regional college action, uh, really the only thing of note was Nebraska was in action. They lost to Ohio State. They continue to... I, Stub their toe. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if struggle on the road is the right word. You know, the, the knock on them all year has been that they haven't been able to win on the road. You know, they did go to Kansas State earlier this year and win. Um, and it's not like they're losing a lot of. Not like they're getting blown out on the road either. You know, they lost to Illinois in overtime. They lost to, to Rutgers in overtime. I mean, so they're they're close to winning on the road. They just haven't been able to do so uh, this year. And, for some reason, the committee, they, they look at that because you play so many games on the road yeah. when you get to the NCAA tournament that uh, that matters. So we'll see, but, I mean, it's been a good year for them, no doubt. Hey, looking to tomorrow, this is a fun time. Your regular season is winding down. You know, Conference tournament action will get underway. I think some conferences will start next week with their conference tournaments. Oh, sure, probably. Yeah. Tomorrow, see if there's any – I haven't looked too deep into the schedule. See if there's any intriguing matchups. Kansas at Baylor. Tomorrow at noon on ABC, Illinois at Wisconsin, Kentucky host Arkansas, Marquette Creighton in the Big East. Forgot about that one. That'll there we be, go. That'll be fun. Iowa State gets Central Florida in a game that you can listen to on KMAFM. North Carolina hosts North Carolina State. Duke hosts Virginia. Houston goes to Oklahoma. Purdue hosts Michigan State. And then Gonzaga St. Mary's is the nightcap. Also, ooh, I like this slate tomorrow night. Michigan State, Purdue. Well, Houston, Oklahoma, I think it'd be interesting as well. Yeah, Oklahoma's talented. Houston, Oklahoma. That's 7 o'clock. Michigan State, Purdue, 7 o'clock. Tennessee, Alabama. There might be some points in that one. Yeah. That's at 7 o'clock. And then Gonzaga, St. Mary's is the nightcap. Such a good rivalry. That's a really good slate. And then Sunday, the only ranked matchup you got is is Seton Hall taking on UConn uh, on Sunday. Of course, women's hoops as well tomorrow and throughout the week. Oklahoma, Kansas tomorrow. uh, UCLA, Arizona tomorrow. BYU, Texas. And then the Iowa women are in action 
on Sunday. College game one. day is going to be big there. one. They take on Ohio State number two against number six on our own Sandy Hansen. She's going. Is going to be there. I'm sure Don Hansen. That means Don Hansen is going to be there as well. Should be a fun time there in Iowa City. Then Louisville takes on Notre Dame as well. The only thing that kind of stinks about that Iowa Ohio State one. I mean, sure, Ohio State can uh, or Iowa can revenge a loss, and then Caitlin Clark can get that record. But Ohio State has it wrapped up. That kind of stinks. Yeah. I wish there was something a little bit more on the stakes. Well, maybe don't lose to Nebraska. You know, Indiana. after being up by twelve or whatever it yeah. was. Yeah, don't you know? Don't get kind of I don't know. Blown out is the right word, but don't get worked over. Oh, it makes my wife by, so mad when by they lose. Indiana. So. Yeah, Iowa, I'm sure that'll be on in the Mater House on Sunday, yeah. provided we're cool. home and not doing anything. Good. Hey, on to the NBA action yesterday. Giannis goes for 24-10, and 10 and the Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> the Minnesota Bucks. Paulo Bancaro goes 29 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, and the Magic. The Magic be the Jazz, by the way. Better than I thought. Yeah, they are 34-26 and 26 right now. By the way, the, the Bucks did beat the Hornets yesterday, should have mentioned that. Also, man, I kind of forget this guy is where he is now. Dennis Schroeder goes for... God, he goes everywhere. Is he for the Jazz? Close. So he goes for 23 and 8 rebounds. ESPN has had him as a top performer, even though Cameron Johnson, who I feel like we've mentioned many times on this, 29 points for him and the... Let's go with the Rockets then? God, the, he does go everywhere. The Brooklyn Nets. Okay. We're all having, oh, oh, so Cam Johnson's on yeah. the same team. Oh, I could have got that then. Yeah, well, ESPN had said top performers, and they had Dennis gotcha. Schroeder listed, but not Cameron Johnson. Gotcha. And when I, I should up, have gotten that context. Who does Schroeder all played for? Man, he has. Okay, he has played for a lot more teams than I thought. Lakers. Hawks, Thunder, Jazz, Lakers, Celtics, Hawks, Rockets, Celtics. Lakers again, Raptors, and Nets. For some reason, the only one of those I really remember, obviously, the Lakers, and then when you got drafted by the Hawks. Yeah. So yeah, he has been. He's a good player. Has been a little bit everywhere. Uh, also, last night you had Jonathan Kuminga going for twenty-five points, and the Warriors. The Warriors beat the Knicks. Kind of a little bit of that game last night. Steph Curry also went for thirty-one and eleven, but that, that would have been would have been too easy. And sure, you're not here competing against Ryan Matheny, so there's no point. No point in, in making it easy on you. Victor Wembenyama, 28 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, and the... Air France of the Spurs. Get, the get win a win, actually. Over the Thunder. They beat, they beat Shea Gilders-Alexander, who went for 31.6 rebounds, as the Spurs are now 12-48 and 48 on the year. Devin Booker, 35.7 rebounds, and the... Suns. Suns. Got in a skirmish, too, I saw. Yeah, and they held off the Rockets uh, just, just barely. Yeah, him and Cam Whitmore ended up getting into it. Um, and the bench is kind of cleared in that situation. Michael Porter, 30 points, 11 rebounds, and the Stolen Nuggets. Denver Nuggets beat the Heat in a rematch from the finals last year. Oh, gosh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, Bam Adebayo had 22 points, by the way, for the Heat. And the last game of the day, Anthony Davis, 40 points, 15 rebounds, three blocks, and the Lakers. Lakers get an overtime win over the Wizards. Tonight, you've got Cavs, Pistons, Hornets, Sixers, Mavericks, Celtics on ESPN at 6.30, Warriors, Raptors, Blazers, Grizzlies, Kings, Wolves, Pacers, Pelicans, Bucks, Bulls at 9 o'clock on ESPN, and then Wizards and Clippers is the nightcap. Uh, looking to tomorrow, anything Kings, Wolves. super sexy? Kings, Wolves will be good. You've got Nuggets, Lakers tomorrow night on ABC uh, that, that'll be at 7 o'clock. And then Sunday afternoon, you've got Sixers, Mavericks, and Warriors, Celtics, and an ABC doubleheader. So, and the Knicks, Cavs will be Sunday night along on ESPN along with Thunder Suns. Ooh, that Thunder Suns game at 8.30 on Sunday might might have my interest. All right. I might, might be all over that. So 
that's a look at what's going on in the NBA right now. NFL-wise, uh, you know, we're still like two weeks away from the league year starting. We are getting, as we mentioned the other day, reports of, of teams informing players they'll be cut. Al- Vikings have informed running back Alexander Madison that he will be cut. Uh, aside from that, doesn't seem like a lot is going on in the NFL world as we all just kind of wait to get free agency off and running in a couple weeks. Major League Baseball still hot and heavy into spring training. Um, Shohei Otani is married. That's apparently. right. Yeah, the big dropping news. Yeah. Uh, so show, according to the story from ESPN, Shohei Otani stunned the Los Angeles Dodgers and many around the world with his marriage announcement Thursday. So manager Dave Roberts said any gift the team gives a two-time MVP would be like most of the money in his contract deferred. Uh, you know, Shohei Otani, it, it's been very well known that he's very private. Well known that he's not well known. Yeah, very private about his personal life. And he revealed on an Instagram early Thursday that he was married. Much of the relationship, though, is in mystery. So is he? did he just get married, or he just revealing that he has been married for a while? He, I don't know why don't, I care. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like that aspect. Yeah. It's So Otani gave only a few more tidbits about the relationship during a short interview, saying he had known his new bride for three or four years. But they don't, like, nobody knows, like, when, like, did it just happen? Have they been married for a year or two? Hope it distracts him. Yeah, does it, does it matter? No. I mean, good I mean, good for him. Sure. Like, pro- and props to him, too. Like, I mean, Shohei Otani is, like, the biggest name in sports right now, right? Probably. If, if not the biggest sure, one baseball. of them. yeah. Like, yeah, he's the biggest name in, you know, in baseball. And I think maybe from a world perspective. Yeah, you're probably right there. Pro- if not the biggest name in sports, he's up there. You could argue, you know, Messi or Ronaldo. Sure. Uh, you know, or, or Max Verstappen, if we want to call Formula One a sport. But, like, for him to, you know, be adamant about it, you know, having his personal life private, props to him and congratulations to him on getting married uh, whenever that was and wish him the best in in marriage, marriage only. No, oh, no, nah, man. I don't mind. I like watching Shohei, and I don't have a team that I root for in the NL. So, see, that's what it's like. He's yeah. in the NL, so yeah. Who's your team? Uh, I guess you could say I'm a Royals fan. Gotcha. So yeah, I mean, I I haven't watched a ton of Royals baseball over the last couple of years because I mean, Derek calls me a bandwagon Royals fan, and maybe that maybe that was true to an extent when they were good. Uh, also, my life has continued to get busier, and I haven't. I watch quite a bit, like April, May. Yeah, and then they start to get bad, and I start to get busy, and I'm like, man, what's what's the trade off? But I always say this, and it doesn't usually come to fruition. It's a new year, you know. They've got Bobby Wood Jr. locked down for a long time, so yeah. there's some excitement there. Maybe I'll watch a little bit more. But that's really all that's going on in the MLB. Um, you know, spring training ball, of course, is, is hot and heavy, and I don't know how much you've been paying attention to spring training. There is. Can you tell me there are two teams that are five and one or better? No, I mean, no, I haven't paid much attention. Let's just go with the San Francisco Giants. and So the, they are 0-4, actually. Good for them. <laughs> no, I have no They're idea. They're 0-4 in the cactus. Can't like, matter. How about the defending champion Texas Rangers? They're 5-1. and Okay. Yeah, Makes and sense. The, and then the Baltimore Orioles are 6-1. and Again, I'm not going to say spring training doesn't matter because it, it does to an extent, but I don't know there's any correlation of like – I feel like it's kind of like the NFL preseason where like it doesn't matter if same, someone goes undefeated, but I think there's a thing about if you go 0-4, you almost never make the playoffs in the preseason. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's like, you know what's funny is the 2008 Lions, they went 0-16, and I think they were 4-0 in the preseason, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Of course. 
you know, in the Patriots would have years where they'd be like fourteen and two, and they'd go like one and three in Yikes. the preseason. So again, I'm not saying that the spring training doesn't matter because it does. You know, obviously to kind of get in a rhythm, you know, development of younger guys. But you probably can't put a ton of stock in who does well and who doesn't do well. Sure. In the spring in spring training. Hey, great show coming up for you today. Zoe Sarda, Tony Rowe, Kyle Bartles on the way next. I'm a